Welcome to the podcast series, Small Business Survival Conversations. Through our weekly conversations, we hope to provide you with strategies and insights, knowledge and expertise to enlighten you as you work to build and grow your business. Here are your hosts, Anna Steinfest and Dr. Michael Troyer. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Small Business Survival Conversations. I'm Michael Troyer, and I'm here with my colleague, Anna Steinfest. Hi, Anna. Hello, Michael. Hello, everyone. Today, we have a special topic for you, four keys to more effective networking. If we're the owner and we're trying to build our business, we know we're going to have to go out there and network with other people to spread the word about our business and what it can do for them. That means sometimes we're talking to people who may not even have an interest, but that's all right. We have to network. It's a kind of a critical step along with the more individualized selling. So the focus in this case is on how do we how could we, we be more effective at that networking? Some of us, I think, can do it very comfortably, but others, it's, oh, I don't want to go in that. I don't want to have to talk to people. I, my law firm has enough clients. Why do I have to go out and find more? Well, there's a way to do it, and we're going to offer you some thoughts. I'll start, if it's all right, Anna. Perfect. Maybe the, the first focus you ought to take is uh, a a promotion mindset rather than a prevention mindset. If if you don't like networking, if you don't like going into a big group and you don't know anybody and you got to get started somehow to see who you can meet, remember that that promotion mindset is we're selling the business. I'm not just selling myself. I'm selling the business for all my employees. We need sales. We need clients, customers. So go in positive. Don't go in negative. And consider what you might discover by talking with people randomly i mean i'm amazed sometimes when i talk walk up to somebody and i start talking uh if i'm if if i'm listening carefully i can get excited about something they're sharing with me Uh, i might learn i might ask some questions because i'm curious if i'm open-minded i might develop a relationship and they might just call me back because they've discovered what my business is all about by turning around and asking me questions so focus on what you can learn by being there I love that, Michael. I love that because every time, you know, I will go to networking event and trust me right now, I'm very comfortable in networking event. But at the beginning of my business, I was not. I was scared to go in a room full of people I don't know and ask them for my business. But after I switched my thought from selling my business to what Michael said is like learning from someone else, what is their business and what they're selling, it was so easy because I will ask them questions. What is your business? And I express interest in them. And then in return, they start asking me questions. And I was just more open, kind of try to explain what I do. So I really love that mindset change and going with that mindset to networking rather than, oh, I have to go and sell my business because Uh, nobody likes the old car salesman mindset anyway. I love that. And and you gave a perfect example before. We all go in worrying about small talk. How am I going to have small talk with somebody I don't know? But if you go in saying, I'm going to ask this person, now, why are you here today? That's an open-ended question. That's an easy question to ask. You may get a funny answer, but you're going to get a conversation going. And ultimately, you've honored them by asking. They're going to honor you by saying, well, tell me what you do or why are you here? Perfect. All right. That's, that's one step. 
another the next step to me is to to look for ways to identify some common interests i'm thinking of your common interests of, of in work or in play or in sports entertainment life things you do things they might do i'm a fisherman it's amazing how many people i run into who like to fish but if that doesn't work then i've got some other ideas uh, to throw out in terms of saying yeah i've got to when i'm done here i've got to go to my son's baseball game well, I have to leave a little early. Suddenly, I've got a parent talking about, yeah, yeah, I'm caught in my daughter's figure skating. And now we're having a conversation. It's not about business, but it will come back around to business if we give it a little time. So look for, be alert to those common interests. And I really like that, you know, like uh, Michael was mentioning before we started our podcast about that you should admit that you don't like networking. That is a common, a lot of people who go to the to the networking events, they usually don't like networking, but whether they have to be there for the business, they have been sent there if they're employee from a business. So that may give you like a common <laughs> ground for you to discuss. We have a common friend, I'll only say her first name, Diane, but I was in a workshop. She was teaching about networking and she walked up to a person. She's not one to break into a crowd and try to find her way. So she saw someone sitting out at the edge with a plate from the hors d'oeuvre table. And she walked over and leaned up against the wall and enjoyed her hors d'oeuvres for a minute or two and then turned and said, oh, I get tired of coming to these, these things. How, do you, how about you? Ended up later on being a client. They got a conversation going about how much they dislike networking, but then they found that common ground and it led to, to business. So you never know how it's going to happen. Absolutely. So it's, yeah, I really like the that you should make sure that you identify the common interest. Third step is to think in broad terms about what you can offer. You know, too often we, we I think, don't give ourselves credit for the breadth of our knowledge, the depth of our knowledge, that we do have something to offer, often when it's not even an industry that ties to us. I'm not saying we our product is necessarily for this person, but we, we might have ideas, or at least we can show empathy to some challenge, of their fa- some challenge they are facing. So keep yourself broad and open to, to how you can have this interaction, what you might discover. It might have nothing initially to do with business, and that's just fine. It opens the door. It gets a conversation going. Absolutely, Michael. Yes, I totally agree that, you know, we know a lot, but we undervalue our own experiences and our own thoughts. So even if it's beyond the business, we have life experiences we can share Mm -hmm. with the other person. Just make sure that you're listening attentively and you are identifying this is what kind of thought I can give this person to help them yes and then i think the the fourth idea is to think of the higher purpose so you're you're going somewhere and you're not sure you want to be there that's when i as a business person would like to have maybe a a shirt i'm wearing that says my business name on it uh, or or maybe a card to, to hand out and just say i'm just kind of going around meeting people here's my card but i'm proposing to you that you have something on that card that or, or your shirt that stimulates a conversation. I ran up to a woman, this was a nonprofit conference, and she had a shirt on and it said, diaper helper. And I thought, what kind of nonprofit or business is called diaper helper? And I had no choice but to ask her, what, what is that for Pete's sake? 
because I collect cloth diapers and I send them all over the world to countries where the, the, the paper diapers from the major paper manufacturers are too expensive for people to use. They need they need a cloth diaper that they can wash and recycle and use again for their children because they don't have lots of resources. Well, she got me into a conversation. I was impressed with what she was doing. Is By the way, she's doubled the size of what she's doing now from what I understand. She's really grown this thing. But it was that diaper. What's a diaper helper? I mean, I had to ask the question. So what can you put on a card or a little brochure you're carrying in your hand that maybe you don't hand it to anybody, but somebody sees it and says, well, what the heck is that? Could be a picture. I don't know. Who knows? But find that thing that provokes that conversation about a higher purpose. What's AFF research? What's COPA group? What's, I mean, I can think of all kinds of things that nobody knows, but then now they want to ask if you do it right. And if you start going to networking and you meet people, I guarantee you, if you go to another networking event, especially if it's in the same area, you may see the person you already met. So now you will know one more person to the next networking event, and that will feel more comfortable. And so keep going to networking event. Well, you don't have a choice as a small business owner not to go to networking events. But think how that, as Anna's suggesting, that customer base, that that comfort base with people you've met is going to grow because that person you see the second time is going to introduce you to two other people they met. And the next time there'll be eight of you standing together and the time after that, 15. That is just going to grow all by itself just because you broke ground with that one person and got it started. So four steps to more effective networking. The next time you find yourself going to a strange, a group of strangers and you're not sure you want to go, don't forget to focus on what you're going to learn there. Be curious, be open-minded, learn to ask questions and, and prepare some questions in advance. And then look for a way to identify common interests. Doesn't matter what they are. You like the letter, the color blue. I like the color color blue. Oh, who knows where that's going to take us. Third, think in broad terms of what you can offer to somebody else. If, they, if you get in a conversation, you may have an idea you can share that they haven't thought of because you have a different perspective. That may enrich the conversation, even though you're not yet selling your product. But they're going to remember you, the small business owner of XYZ Company, and then kind of keep that that higher purpose in mind. You're slowly building those relationships. And I'm going to build that relationship too today. Anna's not expecting this, but I'm going to announce that you want to keep an eye out for some new podcasts under a new title. It's up ahead. We don't have a date yet, but we'll be telling you it's going to be called Family Business Survival Conversations. It's going to be separate from these for those of you who are in family business, which is probably most of you. If you're working with a spouse or with a sibling or with uh, multiple layers of a family. Who knows? We'll talk more about it in the future, but good to have you with us today. Thank you, everyone. You've been listening to the Small Business Survival Conversation Podcast. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. And don't forget to join us next week for another episode. In the meantime, hook up with us on our Facebook group at Small Business Survival Tools and Tips. Till next time, thank you for listening.